got five seconds to tell me where you buried the loot. Oh man, it, it's great. They got film reviews, recommendations, uh, special guest games. Calm down, calm down. It's there on Spotify and Google Podcast. I mean, it's easy. The movie loot. Check it out. More than 90 seconds, am I clear? What happens after 90 seconds? <laughs> Don't want to stay. Welcome to the latest episode of the podcast that wouldn't die. I'm your host, Kevin. With me, as always, is Aaron. Oh, hello there, people. This week, we're discussing the new horror classic, Talk to Me, starring many Australian actors and a crazy hand. And a crazy <laughs> hand. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who any of these people are, but that will not defer me because I do know A24. So yes. they bring good things to life. They do indeed. Each week on the podcast that wouldn't die, we discuss guilty pleasures and forgotten classics of the horror and sci-fi genre with a comedic twist. Aaron, how are you doing? Well, let's just say I would like to retire but financially, that doesn't seem to be what's going to happen. So I'm back to work. Just just never retire, is what you're saying. You'll have to work until the day you die. Hey, if there's secret millionaires listening right now, you may slide into my DMs. Slide, I slide would like right. Only millionaires who will buy me things and let me retire and let me do whatever the fuck I want. Boom. Are there a lot of those out there? Well, that's why I'm fishing. I, I'm casting a net. I'm going real event, real event. <laughs> well, good luck with that. Sweet Jesus. Anything else Sweet you want to say? Jesus. Isn't, that, isn't Jesus. that enough? Isn't that enough? I mean, I mean that's I'm a not question. frivolous, but I will like to spend some of your money, and I would like to stop working now. I just oh. want to travel. And, again, do whatever I like on someone else's dime. Thank you. What do they say? Work to live, don't live to work. I'm, I'm doing that already. Mm. There you go. Good times had by all. Why don't we jump right into this movie, shall we? Aaron, why don't you give us your 30-second synapse of Talk to Me. Okay, first, I was going to see it by myself, but then we were on another podcast, and, and and between your daughter saying she walked out after 30 minutes and this dude saying it's intense, I got scared. So then I tried to finagle four friends to go with me. I'm like, we'll go on a Sunday morning. We went to like 11.10 showing, and like three days before, there was no one else in the theater, so we could pick our spot. And one by one, they all dropped out cowards uh, so i went with one girl and within three minutes of this thing taken off i turned to her i said damn it 
they're not messing around. They ain't playing around. I was scared. I was, I was like, oh, oh, because this movie starts off with, with like a, a gut punch. It was kind of like uncut gems just in the way you're tense the whole time. There's never like the moment where it, 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 it releases your gut so you can relax and, get, and catch your breath. It's just holding on to you the entire time. So basically these jacked, I don't know, you know, the, the, the Northern Europeans, they got their death metal and they're burning down churches and stuff. Apparently in Australia, the thing to do is get a medium's dead severed hand and you and your homies get your liquor on and let people possess you for fun. Who'd have thought that something could go wrong with that basic idea? Absolutely. As with all things, bad things happen. And the people who are the most vulnerable are the ones who get fucked in the end. Boom. The end. Good times. Now, we had heard of, of this. Um... But I didn't know really anything about it. Like you said, my daughter Grace went to like a free sneak preview. You pay five bucks and they just show you a movie and they don't tell you what it is. And she got so scared she left after 10 minutes. So then we were both a little a little hesitant. But you went and saw it and enjoyed it, which made me go and go see it by myself. There's five of us in the theater and knock my socks off dynamite knock my socks off by the way this was the second week uh second or third week it was out my theater was not empty by the time we got there it was pretty full and i was talking to someone in my book club they saw it and the theater was full and of course people people don't have babysitters anymore so they brought their children to go see this motherfucker and alter your DNA movies because people ain't got no sense. And that's what's wrong with America. And Australia. No question. And Australia, apparently. I don't know. Australians, <laughs> are you dragging children to see inappropriate movies too? I mean, is this an uh, R-rated film? I think it must be, right? I don't think it is. I don't know. Well, well there you go. You, you jibber-jabber and I'll look it up. That's not how this works. You jibber jabber. Not necessary. I can look it up. This is this is my job. I'm look looking it up. up. It's a race against time. Who will be the boom, first? R rated. the faster internet. R rated. Okay, but well that seems about right. But tell me, I thought if it's R rated, you couldn't bring kids into the theater. Oh, it's, right. Well, now you order you order ticket online. Do you think the sixteen year old who's just scanning your ticket gives a gives a shizbaz? I thought they would. I stand corrected. So I'll tell you. I'll tell you a story. Uh, when I went to see the original Halloween, we went to a theater that also had Debbie Does Dallas, where it was multi theaters. So you just walk into whatever. So I was I like, like those theaters. There, there's a porno going on right next door. So, of course, I'm with my high school, of course. Of course, I, I just bop in to see what's what. I don't know. I'm like a freshman in high school. Uh, yeah, there was some porn going on. Quite shocking. But what was more shocking was the baby stroller in the aisle. Oh, no. 
Oh, no, no, yes, no, no, my no. friend. This took a dark turn. Uh, I mean, I, I assume the babies don't understand what's going on. They just thought there was a lot of funny wrestling like mommy and daddy do. Funny wrestling. Funny wrestling. I was watching a comedian the other night. <laughs> I'm going to tell you this joke that I told. I'll, I'll do a shortened version. Little boy's home, and he hears a lot of strange noises coming from mom and dad's room. So he runs in there. <laughs> Mom's wearing a cheerleader's outfit. Dad's wearing a wig. And he's, oh, don't worry, son. You know, we'll we'll be done in a few minutes. We're just having a bit of fun. It's it's okay. You can go back to your room. So kid goes back to leaves. Mom and dad finish up. The dad leaves to go tuck in his son, and he's, he hears noises coming from the bedroom. And he opens the door, and the little boy's having sex with grandma. And he's like, "What are you doing? That's my mom." He says, "Yeah, it's not so funny when it's your mom." Ah! Har 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 har. Thank you. Good times. Bum, bum, bum. Thank bum, you. Bum, bum. Anywho, <laughs> shall we jump right in with the highlights? What you got, Aaron? Oh, my God. I mean, there's all these different layers. There's so many different creepy things. I mean, the movie just starts off horrific. There's a giant, like, rager going on, and a dude comes barreling through looking for his brother drags his brother out his brothers it looks like he's been beat up or something he's yelling at everybody put their cameras down then out of nowhere the brother just turns around and stabs him and then kills himself yes that's like the first three minutes of this goddamn movie you're like Whoa! and then yes. it's like boom that's when the old grannies just walked out of the uh, the free preview at that stage of the uh-huh. game, when it's right out of the gate. Because they don't know if they're watching a Bob Ross documentary or what. And then, <laughs> boom, boom goes the dynamite. <laughs> this ain't Bob Ross. Clearly not. So, but I, I had to say, I was literally like, I need some subtitles. Because at, at least in the beginning, it was a loud, noisy party with thick Australian accents. So I'm like, what's happening? Who's Duckett? Is that a name? What's happening? So what, what's happening with you that, that you are 10 years younger than me and you're already like an old grandpa. I think Ron Popeil came up with those TV ears or something. You could, you hold the, there's like a string and you hold like a little box up to your TV. What's going on? Were you listening to death metal too much of the chronic in your youth? What's happening? Yes. Why are you so disabled all of a sudden? I, I just need one of those horns that they used to put in the old woman's ear. <laughs> eh? Eh? And you can expand it so it goes all the way across the theater till it's touching the screen almost. Couldn't hurt. Couldn't hurt. <laughs> so um, initially I was confused about the relationship. By the way, our theater, our theater does offer, not for every film, but they do offer like one showing a week. With with subtitles for the hard of hearing, I, I had to take my the Italian, the Italian boyfriend to go see a movie. I think we watched uh, Deadpool with weird English subtitles. I need it. I, I ain't too proud to beg. Um, and at I the was same con- time, he still kept leaning over, going, "Why are you laughing? What does that mean?" I'm like, "Is that is that the ex- funny?" I, I can't explain Deadpool every three seconds. This is just yeah. weird American jokes. Just let it wash over you. Just just wash luxuriate over. in it. Um, 
at first I didn't understand the relationships between people in this movie. When we meet, what's her name? Mia. Is that her name? Uh, right. And she picks up the little brother. I was like, is this kind of a 13 ghost situation where there was like, you know, <laughs> I don't know what, is she the housekeeper? I, 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 I could not figure that out either. Cause I was like, okay, well, her mother's dead. Are we are we talking about like were is her mom and their mom were they in a relationship? But then who's dad? Why is she living with them? And she appears to be one of them. But then she's got this dad in the background. I, I literally thought that these were the kids of a lesbian couple that one of the ladies had died and yes. that I don't know her dad was the donor or something is this is what I thought was going on until shit got real 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 and then mom's right. telling her to go back home right it was basically yes so it was like is she the stepmother of the of the whitest children in America when she when she first arrives are, is she in a lesbian relationship? There you go. Yeah. Is she is she uh, in a lesbian relationship with the mom who was the the chick from Lord of the Rings? By the way, uh, okay. what was what was the connection? Later, it was explained that she is high school classmates with the daughter, and she basically lives with them. Uh, ever since her mom committed suicide and she's had kind of a, a bad relationship with her father. So she left home and essentially sleeps on the couch and is now considered part of the family. Right. Eventually they kind until of, they she, kind until of shit's getting real. So she get real until shit's getting real. Ain't no lie. But that was the thing. They kept showing these, these videos. They're like, Oh, you see this video? This it's kind of fake. I don't believe it. Where, it, it kind of was like a demonic possession video. I, it was because they didn't really elaborate what was happening. It was just these weird. It's a lot of blur. Like, yes. Yeah. It's a lot of blur. It's a lot of quick shots. You don't really know what they're talking about because it just keeps getting brought up over and over while all this is going. It's like the anniversary of the girl's mom's death or something. Right. So. Right. It just keeps getting brought up because you know how social media is. Oh, they're posting this, they're posting that. And then all of a sudden they said, let's just go. Let's go. Let's just go see what's going on. Because that's well, they like a good idea. They also establish that Mia was used to date the main girl's current boyfriend. So there was like and kind of a weird. kissed once when they were young. When they were young, that's what they right. said. Right. So, but there's there's some kind of bizarre tension there as well. So they go. They're invited to a party. So they go, and she brings along her friend Mia, uh, who evidently everybody hates and just thinks this is weird. Because they get to the party, and she's kind of hanging off by herself, even though she seemed right. like she was like full of personality at home. But moment she, she gets around cool. other people, she seemed cool. Yeah, it was strange. But okay, so what what the story is, why it's called Talk to Me, <laughs> and this is where I, I literally wrote down what there is a weird like hand, like a sculpture of a hand in kind of a like hold your hand kind or I'm shaking your hand kind of right. gesture. 
Like you're, you're going to reach out and shake hands. Right. And at the party, they tie you to a chair and have you reach out, hold the hand, and you say, talk to me. And then immediately you see like an apparition in front of you. Some kind of ghostly figure appears in front of you every time. Every time. Every time. And and it's like a sixth sense apparition where they're f***ed up and droozle and slop is coming off of him. This isn't like uh, that Chris Reeves somewhere in time where everybody's beautiful and lovely. No, this isn't ghost. This is a sixth sense demon just slopping and blobbly and yes. now you're holding hands with it. Now you're and holding hands with it. And what's the, the next thing you say to it? Next thing is, is if you say, come into me, then you essentially become like a medium and the ghostly figure jumps into you and takes you over. Um, and there's, there's like rules, like the maximum you can do it is 90 seconds because if it's more than that, then the ghosts don't want to leave. And if you right. die while you're possessed, then they have you forever was kind of the, the the thought process. So they set a timer for 90 seconds. And I kept thinking, why not set a timer for 60 seconds just to play it on the safe uh, side? 100%. Uh-huh. <laughs> because teenagers are best for monitoring time. That's what I was thinking. Oh, it was ridiculous. It was like, oh, okay, well, it's now 90 seconds. I guess we better break contact. And you to do that, you have to pull the hand, the disembodied hand off the person and blow out the candle in that order. But of course, when Mia's doing it and she's having some sort of wingding, they try to release the hand, but it hangs on a little too tight. So it's a couple seconds over. Hope that's cool. Hope that's cool. And once again, since this has happened, they don't go back and readjust their rules. That's a freak thing. Let's just still keep it at that 90 seconds. Ridiculous. Totally ridiculous. And while she's possessed, Kevin, she's possessed by some kind of demon freaking monster who basically turns to the little brother, the one that she's so protective of, uh, about basically they're going to tear up his ass with some horrible ghost rape for like like the whole 90 seconds, all the things that the ghost is going to do to his ass. It's bad. It's a bad situation. And the thing about it is I was like, I wouldn't want to do this. Knowing that this works every time, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. And people were doing it multiple times. Over and over. Well, it got to be a thing. It was like they were addicted. Because when it possesses you, you get this rush. It's exciting. So right. they were just doing it, doing it, doing it, doing it, doing it. And, and just like, woo! Quite frankly, wouldn't it be enough to say, talk to me? Okay, thank you. That's enough. Why would I ever right. want to invite it inside of me? When, frankly, it's probably a bad idea just to say hello. Yes! Why would I want to be possessed? Why would right. I volunteer to be possessed? Now we've we've watched movies or, and discussed movies where it's like a Ouija board, 
right? Right. Or how creepy it is just to have the thing move the thing around the, on the table. Yes, I'm here, blah, blah, blah. This took that. It's basically the same premise, but it goes even further. So you touch the hand, you see the ghost every time, and then for some god-awful reason, you'd say, come into me. There's no way I'm seeing some oozy character and saying, oh, come into me. Hell no. I ain't doing that. Is you crazy? F F that. F that. Ridiculous. I mean, Bloody Mary, back when I was a kid, was freaky enough. I mean, the, the stuff you can convince yourself, that was scary enough. This is... Proof of life after death. Yes. Uh, allowing so- allowing someone to possess you. I mean, there's so much going on here that's all bad. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing nope. it. Pass. Um, Pass. Of course, of course, thing goes from bad to worse. They do it a second time. The little brother says, "Hey, let me do it." And the older sister's like, "Hell no, you're not doing it." And then promptly walks out of the room. But of course, mm-hmm. Mia or whatever her name is says, "Eh, it's cool. We'll do it for fifty seconds in defiance of uh, my best friend, your older sister's wishes." And then, of course, she thinks she's Mia has not to... been the same. Oh, Mia's not been the same since the possession because Mia, right. Mia eventually thinks she's spoken to her mom, but bad things. That's the good bad things. Basically, the. Uh, the little brother gets possessed by who supposedly uh, Mia's mom from beyond the grave. So of course he said, we'll only do it for 50 seconds. 50 seconds comes and goes. She's like, well, well hang on a few more minutes. Cause I'm talking to my mom. And then when it's getting close to 90, now the kid has a whole wing ding where he starts cracking his head over. And first he has to pull his eyeball out in full Lucio Whoa. Fulci style. Eyeball plucking. Oh they try to stop him. He starts banging his head over and over, and like a, like a crack in his oh skull is appearing. I was like, "Blah!" And he survived. Oh my God, I was screaming in the theater. I had covered my eyes except for a tiny crack. I don't know how that will protect me, but I did. I was like, ah, I was kicking, and we had the recliner, so I was kicking and bucking and barking through the whole that whole thing. I was like, ah. No, it was nuts. Very upsetting. It was nuts. But Very I mean, upsetting. Before this stuff goes down, my notes were, these are not good friends, number one. Yes. Uh, are they crazy to keep doing, like literally throwing a party where mom's, the mom was so serious. She's like, we're not having a party here. And if a party comes, I'm kicking you out the door. You are never going to be allowed to come here again if there's a party. And they still throw a party. They're smoking jays and flickings, like beer cans falling on the floor. It was was a freak show. So they have to whisk the kid to the hospital because he's got a cracked skull and an eyeball hanging out. But he seems like he's Uh, all right. Right? Until... Well, and that's the other thing. It's like literally they would cut to him later and he kind of had bruises and like a, like some like sutures or whatever. And I wrote down, he looks damn good for the fact he cracked his head on the on the oak table 50 times. Oh my God. And, and glass windows. Oh God. Yes. Pluck your eye out. Pluck it out. Pluck it out. Oh my God. Oh, it was, it was so ridiculous. upsetting. 
I was exhausted. I was exhausted just after that. And that's not the end of this shit. That's just at the beginning of this that's show. That's just the beginning. Well, and, and the uh, thing was, is every time the kid woke up, he's tried to kill himself again. He tried to oh crack God. his head into the, the tiles. and it was, it was a whole freak show. So now they're figuring out, what do we do? How do we solve this? And of course, we can't trust Mia because at this point, she's starting to hallucinate. She's seeing things. Right. And of course, it's always her, her mother uh, telling her things. Full of, the, full of the bad demon mom advice. It's, it's bad advice. And at one point, she goes and does the talk to me just by herself. Lights the candle. and does, I don't know if she ever blows out the candle. I guess she doesn't, does she? So now the demon mom she is just kind of snug on anymore. Yes. Oh, she's seeing creepy crawly things everywhere. But the reality is she's the creepy crawly thing. She stabs her father because she thinks she's being attacked. But in reality, it is just her doing everything. Oh, my God. It was exhausting. It was exhausting. She, she One night she invites the boyfriend of her best friend you know, just we were friends from way back. Will you just stay with me? I'm afraid. And she wakes up to a like ghost woman sucking on the toes of her of the boyfriend. And then of course he wakes up and he looks, and it's Mia with a full dirty foot in her mouth. Ah, ah, ah. Ah. I was like, Bleh. not a good moment. To say the least. Not not kind sexy of, toe sucking, but but I don't know. That seems uh, advanced. Uh, you don't. Uh, <laughs> it was it was not a good moment, to say the <laughs> least. Oh. Sweet Jesus. Oh yeah, that crazy diva lady. Oh my god, because then she's making total eye contact at, <laughs> with you while she's sucking eye in your boyfriend's toe. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> it was bad. It was bad. Oh, so oh. Uh, <laughs> eventually Mia's like, well, the only thing we can do, because right now the kid is being tortured wherever he is, is we have to, we have to, I have to kill him. If I kill him, then he'll be freed from the torture. But which we, is bullshit. Cause they said, while you're right. possessed, if you die, you're there forever. So that's, you, you should know that's the bad advice your demon mom's giving you. Well, and that, the other thing about it is they meet the brother from the beginning of the movie who survived the attack and they're saying, hey, he was possessed. What do we do? And he says, if you just give it time, eventually the ghost leaves the body and you're fine. He gives that advice. He tells them that point blank right before they jump off the the the. Uh, the Greyhound bus just or keep whatever. Just tied up and the ghost is going to get bored and drift away. Right. But they so the, dismiss that immediately. Because it was this. We know that she was getting bad advice because she, Mia, she has a moment where she speaks to her father and her father admits, hey, because up to this point, I guess we're supposed to think it was an accidental overdose. She accidentally right. ate a bottle of, uh, of sleeping pills. At this point, he finds the note, reads the note, and says, I should have done this before, but I was upset. I didn't know how you take her. it. I try to protect you, but yes, your mom was very depressed. It was always very sad, and yes, she committed suicide. So immediately after that, then the ghost mom's like, no, he's lying. In fact, that's not your real dad. You should go kill him. Kill that fake dad. So, yes, we know she's getting bad advice, 
my question to you is, would it have been better if there was, because you knew she was up to no good at this. She was getting bad advice. Right. She was going to do something bad. Could it, would it have been better if there was more ambiguity? Like, we don't know which is which. But they, the movie makes it very clear. That well, at first, I mean, at first you weren't so sure. It was almost like when the little kid was getting the shit beat out of him, I thought maybe mom had come through, but then something else had pushed its way forward. That's right. what I thought was happening. It wasn't until it was like, oh, no, you got to kill him. Then I was like, okay, okay. Right. You fake right, mom. Right, right, right. Well, he also said, like, I think the the brother who died at the beginning of the movie said something like it can take any shape it wants. Right. So when you see the ghost, just because you're seeing your mom doesn't mean that that's your mom you're, you're talking to. Um, Dude, that's but, like it follows. It follows. It can take any shape. Absolutely. So there was a particularly uh, harrowing moment where Mia steals the younger brother and is about to push him in the wheelchair into traffic. Oh. That was a that was a moment. Um, and oh. it cuts to somebody driving the car, and you see something bounce down, car accident, squirming, swerving, and you're like, what happened? And it was Mia. Oh, Jesus. Laying in the street. But who? how did Mia get there? What do you think happened? I well, I think Mia delayed. She started having maybe second thoughts, and that gave yep. the boy's sister time to get over there and just bounce Mia's ass into traffic. She was like, so "That's I'm what you my think, crazy brother." You yeah. think you think the sister comes yeah. and saves the brother and pushes Mia into traffic, rather than Mia has a moment of right. clarity. And commit suicide. It doesn't. It doesn't show us. We don't know which oh, way it goes. I didn't even consider that. Oh, you're right. Who knows? I guess you're right. I didn't even consider that. It it is not clear because you don't see who's pushing who. You just see the aftermath. Right. You see Mia standing up in traffic, and she seems That's to be all right. Moment. And then you realized. You realize she ain't so all right. Right. She ain't all right. That was that was an excellent moment. So she gets up. Oh, she got some scratches from the pavement or whatever, but she seems fine. And then it's cut into she's in the hospital, but nobody can see her. That was an excellent but moment. And then the doors. Is, yes. Go ahead. What were you going to say? I was going to say, you see all these vignettes. Everybody's okay. And when it's everyone is, she sees that they're okay. They move away and it gets dark. She sees her dad. Right, the, bro the brother's okay. Yes. Brother's okay. That family's okay. She sees her dad. Her dad leaves. He gets in an elevator. Dad's alive. It's like everybody is okay. Everybody's all right. And it gets dark. And then the ending. Kevin? She's in, a, she's in the hospital. It's all dark now. She's in a dark void all around her. And you see a light appear in the distance and she walks up and there's just a hand and she reaches out and takes the hand. And now it's some other, I think they're in like Mexico. They're speaking Spanish. I thought, or Italian or something. And there now she's the ghost that they're seeing. Dynamite. 
That was fantastic. She had no idea what they're saying. They're all speaking whatever their language is. Well, beautiful. Hopefully she's a good ghost because she and her jackass friends, every time they reached, it was always somebody f***ing up. It was just old, angry, mean people. Right. So hopefully, burn Mia victims can be like, or okay, <laughs> bloated body in the swamp. Right, it's always some horrible visage waiting for you. Horrible. When you shook her hand, and she, she was just has like a, a scab on her forehead. Yes, yeah. she had a little back teen, and she she'd be good to go. Any other uh, thoughts or feelings? Dude, I mean, it was it was intense. Uh, it's not like movies, horror movies now. I think throw in a lot of comedy to lighten the mode. Even if it's if even if it's not a comedy, they put comedic comedic moments into it to kind of lighten comic it relief punch. Right, comic relief. Not this. Not this. This is. A, it, I was gonna say it's as funny as the Baba Duke. Let's just say that. Although this is the Baba Duke is a masterpiece, uh, and this is fantastic. But uh, yeah, it is strong. They're not it's strong. Around. It is creepy. It was, and you know, it's a premise that we've probably seen before, but I thought it was handled in a new and interesting way. So it was. It was. It's it was. definitely. Uh, and again, I walked in knowing nothing about it. I had. I was cold walking in and i think yeah. that's the way to see this i didn't frankly. know anything about it i think i knew there was like a hand a psychic hand but that's all i knew um and it plays on that premise of like kids are always looking for something to fuck them up and it's like addictive and they're not considering the consequences it's just yes. yolo i mean nobody says yolo but it's that that, that idea it was. Well, and the only it's a, question it's I have, a wonder that we lived. You know what I mean? It, it's always a wonder question. that people make it through those years. Every it's generation true. has some new thing to fuck you up. But it's always a wonder when, we, you know, you make it through. Now, they kind of yada yada how a bunch of high school kids in Australia found a weird witch hand. To do. that was that was yeah. proof positive of the afterlife that they only they don't call like national geographic or something they just say like let's just get drunk and high and, and mess around with us every saturday night so it seems like that's something you could sell i'm assuming it was facebook marketplace or maybe they got it from elon musk but i'm thinking facebook marketplace because that's the kind of place where you buy that kind of trash the dark web the dark web. Shall we go? Shall we go behind the scenes? Let's do it, brother. Uh, let's see. Six hands were made for the movie. Should any of them happen to get damaged or broken, uh, the director kept one of the hands. Probably on one of his shelves. Uh, there you of go. Of course. Uh, the two directors, Danny and Michael Philippou, turned down the chance to direct an unknown film in the DCEU, the, the, you know, the DC Comics movies, in favor of having di- Talk to Me be their directorial film debut. I think that's a good move. The kids are something. Were you telling me about this? That these, this is like a couple of YouTubers or something? Oh, I don't know. Well, I'll have to, to look it up. There's a lot of... Uh, theatrical film debuts. Um, 
except for a couple of grip rig shots, the entire second possession scene montage was shot in less than one hour. That's the scene where they're having the house party and everybody takes a turn getting possessed, one right after another. Right. So that was a good moment as well. Uh, let's yeah. see. I mean, you could just you could just feel it. They're just spinning out. They're drunk. They're high on adrenaline. They're getting rush after rush after rush. They're out of control. This was the first lead starring role in a theatrical feature film for actress Sophie Wilde. So that's her first thing. We'll talk more Everybody's about her amazing. in a moment. Um, let me see. This film was banned in Kuwait due to the appearance of trans actor Zoe Tarakis. Do you know who the trans actor was in this? Was it uh, one of the kids who had the um, the hand? Yes. Yes. I wasn't sure if they were trans or if they were just... Um, Right. No, what I got is, you. What is the phrase? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I, 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 got, a, I got a lot of uh, gay chicks at my school who are just kind of androgynous. That, that, that's what right. I was looking for. I got you. Uh, Danny Philippou co-wrote the film. Uh, and this team was joined by the producers who made The Babadook. There you go. Yeah. It all comes back together. If you haven't seen the Babadook kids, check it out. The graphics, What are you I mean, waiting for? Another What are you waiting for? I mean, it's a masterpiece. We, we apparently we've uh, neglected the the people down under. Absolutely. I got something to say. Let's talk about the cast, shall we? Um, let's see. Sophie Wilde played Mia. This was like I said, this is her first theatrical leading role. Um, you know her from Talk to Me, The Portable Door coming out this year, eight episodes of the Australian series Everything Now, and the TV miniseries Uncalculated. You know her, don't you? She's okay. quite good in this. No, I Wouldn't don't. Wouldn't you say? Brother. She's quite good. I mean, everybody's good. Yes. Uh, let's see. Alex was the uh, bitchy older sister played by Jet Gasly. You know her. Great name. But she totally looks like our cousin, right? That's Emily. That's M. Yeah. She looks exactly like that. She was in Talk to Me and eight episodes of Gymnastics Academy. You know, don't you? <laughs> Not so much. Uh, let's see. Miranda that's, that's Otto played Sue, stuff. the mom. Like I said, you know her. You recognize her. She's in oh, a yeah. ton of Australian stuff. Uh, she was in well, all the, she Lord, was of the Lord of the Rings. My friend turned to me. She was like, Mom's Lord of the Rings. I was like, yeah. That's it. She was Eowyn in Lord of the Rings. She was in War of the Worlds in 2005 with Tom Cruise. And she was in The Thin Red Line in 1998. What? Anybody else you want to know about? She's rocking and rolling. Not a goddamn person. Let's talk about the rating, shall we? Let's do it, brother. Talk to me. Currently, 94% on Rotten Tomatoes, certified fresh. You know what the audience gave it? 95? 82%. Oh, Boom. Interesting. Shocking. Audience, audience jaded. Say audience jaded is it because there was no monkey where they bite the lips off 
that a boost? I, I think that's the issue. The big issue is there weren't enough monkeys biting people's lips off. No question. Sweet Jesus. 100%. Uh, and why was there none of that in Planet of the Apes? You would think they would like to eat some delicious lips and fingertips. Well, they don't want to be gross, for God's sakes. Let's talk about... They're symbolized now. <laughs> That's gross. <laughs> Peter Bradshaw of The Guardian gave it four out of five, saying, Talk to me is freaky, confrontational, and hilariously crass. It crashes through its plot progressions with tactless verve. What do you think of that? That's I was something. just thinking, whatever happened to the verve? It used to be a thing. The verve pipe? Uh, let's see. Megan Navarro from Bloody Disgusting gave it four out of five. There's a refreshing ruthlessness to this cautionary tale that plays like a surge of adrenaline. It makes for one hell of an introduction to Danny and Michael Philippou's brutal brand of horror. Aaron, what is your rating? I, I, I would I would agree with most of these folks. Um, it is brutal. It is tense. It is gross, but it's not like zombie. I mean, there's not entrails. No. There's no no one get gets rape, so you get extra points when you remove rape out of every that horror movie. Um, it was really good. It was really intense. Um, it's probably one of the the most intense horror movies uh, that we saw that I liked. I may not see yes. it again, but it is very... It's like Schindler's List. Who bought that Sch on DVD? <laughs> you only it's just need to like see Schindler's it once. List. And I'm not saying... Yeah. <laughs> In that it was a good movie... But I don't necessarily need to see it again because it is it like I said it just grabs your stomach and squeezes it. So it based does. on that, I am going to give four point two five out of Good. five uh, crazy demon hands in your ass. Boom! It's always in your ass. Good grief. Um. I agree. I, I get or on your mantle. Did you like that better? Yeah, that's much better. Uh, I I gave it four out of five. Uh, eyeball popping and head slammings because it is it is full throttle adrenaline adrenaline ride. There is the one moment where the kid's bashing his head down that is that's upsetting. Um, it's not a gore fest. It's, it's not. It's not giving nightmares. Um, it's definitely for the horror aficionado, though. It's if you're into horror, no, this is a must see. It's a must see. You got to add it to your list. No question. No question. Yeah, you're not bringing your friends who are a little freaked out by bodies, bodies, bodies. If bodies, bodies, bodies was too much for them, they will not be your friends after you take them to see this. If bodies, bodies, bodies Let's is too much for that. them, they shouldn't even leave the house because that is that is that's very light fare comparatively speaking sweet jesus also so, bodies 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 it's a it's good. holiday classic it's a holiday it's classic good. so it's just intense that's all i'm saying kids yes intense yes absolutely uh so thank you very much go to our page on facebook we're on twitter we're on threads we're on tiktok we're on instagram we're on youtube you may be watching us 
on YouTube as we speak. Right Good times now. have <laughs> right now the illusion of the now. Um, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, you can also email us at the podcast that wouldn't die at Gmail. Gmail. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere the finer podcasts are available. So don't forget to like, share, rate, and review. Won't you? Won't you? Aaron, what's your social media situation? I got some situations. All my notifications are off, Kevin, by the way. Who keeps texting me going, have you checked the the app formerly known as Twitter? (laughs) You made it seem like it was when a stranger calls, why haven't you checked the children? It's not the same thing. I am I'm on most media basically go to the gram and I am the cult of Aaron join the cult I'm also don't feed uh, the pigeon on the gram very highly entertaining Uh, from there you can buy my zines super groovy I'm also on um, first dibs and artsy, if you'd like to buy some of my photography. Uh, Aaron Doherty, boom, check it out. Check it out! As you guys know, we like to do uh, reader, listener, watcher, mail. So here we go. I'm so talking, talking about John. from Agnes Moorhead. <laughs> Agnes Moorhead and Susie Quattro chime in when they can. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Talking about Jaws 3D. Our buddy Pete at the middle class film class says, I just got Jaws 2 and 4 on 2 through 4 on Blu-ray. When I finish them, I can't wait to listen to your episode. To which I responded, Oh, what a what an interesting journey you're about to go on. If if you've only got the two through four uh bargain pack, that's a bad pack. You might want to send that one back. That's in that big bin at Walmart, right? I like that you've chosen to skip Jaws 1 because you don't want that mainstream kind of biz ruining your shark movies. Don't want it. You just don't want it. Um, Let's see. We had another one. Maybe he's allergic to Richard Dreyfuss. Could be. Derek Duvall from the Derek Duvall Show talks about Jaws 3D having... It has the most disturbing death of all the Jaws films, swallowed and crushed alive. To which I responded, you have to laugh to keep from crying. It's true. Because <laughs> it's much more disturbing to be swallowed and crushed versus just chunks ripped out of you. It's true. Well, and if you haven't <laughs> listened to that episode, this is uh, Simon McCorkendale, better known as the Manimal who uh, managed to swim down Jaws's gullet for reasons unknown. Who who knows what his plan was? He had a grenade in his hand, said, no thanks. What if he was the manimal and turned into like a cheetah or, I mean, a squid or something? Or a cheetah. A cheetah would not help him. I have to be honest. Sheena would not be helpful at that moment, but yes. It just flashes different animals until he felt like it was the right one. <laughs> I mean, turn to some plankton. If all animals are on the table, right? <laughs> if all this... animals. I mean, in the series Manimal, was he ever plankton? 
<laughs> he would fight crime and then turn into like a sea bass and just flop on the deck. Yes, it was a thing. It was a thing. Check it out. Sweet Jesus. Uh, next week, we are doing uh, the horror new classic, The Pope's Exorcist, starring Russell Crowe and some possessed ass people. Our sister Tara will be joining us for that episode as well. Uh, send in your favorite scenes, favorite quotes, comments, and questions, and we may talk about it on the show. For goodness sakes. Goodness we gracious may. sakes alive. No promises. Agnes Moorhead may chime in, and we got we got to push her to the front of the line. Ain't no lie. <laughs> oh, thank you very bye, much. Bye-bye. And <laughs> be well.